understanding that we're coming in front of God, that we're relying on His compassion, that He's El Rahum Vehanun. We also now need to stop and acknowledge the fact that Elohenu Boshnu Maasenu Benichlamnu Bavonotenu. That God, we are embarrassed by our actions and ashamed of our sins. That we don't have a mouth that can reply in front of God. And we don't have a mesah, which is our forehead, to lift ourselves up in a holy way or in a way of righteousness to say that it's us that we're deserving of everything that we get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That rather we mention here and we end a portion of this section that we say that nothing is hidden from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. God is all-knowing. And if that's true, the pasuk that we say every single day, in uh, Lamnaseah Mizmor David Ya'ancha Adonai Yom Sara, the twentieth Mizmor of Tehillim, which we say in between Ashre and Ubal Sion, there's a pasuk there. Im Avonot Yishmoria Adonai Amod. If God would record and keep our sins, God, no one would be able to stand in front of you. And therefore, we end this entire section of the back and forth Pesukim, where the Hazan traditionally recites the first part of the Pasuk, and then the Kahal answers the end of the Pasuk, with the Pasuk from Sivir Daniel, in that section that we mentioned earlier, Daniel continues in turning to God, in which he acknowledges the fact that Bnei Israel within the Galut are not righteous, and rather we have sinned, we have rebelled. This pasuk that Daniel brings forth in front of God, we don't pray in front of you, God, by virtue of our righteousness. It's not the fact that we are righteous and therefore we're deserving, quote unquote, of God's rahamim. No. Ki harabim. It's because God is compassionate. Therefore, we are able to exist. Therefore, we are able to even stand in front of Him to ask for compassion. And then Daniel turns, again, it's chapter 9 now, verse 19, to a similar motif that Moshe Rabbeinu uses in Chet Gelim, when he turns to God and he invokes not only God's compassion, but speaks about the Hilul Hashem, the desecration that would happen to God's name if he were to destroy Bnei Israel fully, or in this case, to not accept the Teshuvah of his children of Bnei Israel, And he uses these famous words, Lema'ancha Elohai. God, do it for your sake. Kishimcha nikra al irecha ve'al amecha. 
Because your name is called on this city, Jerusalem, and on your nation. And if you destroy them or you don't allow them back, there will not be a glorification of God's name. This is the prayer that Moshe Rabbeinu uses in Chetem Gilim and many of our leaders throughout the generations, throughout Tanakh, throughout Jewish history, have used this argument, quote-unquote, in front of God, do it for your sake, so there's a glorification of your name. And we sing this. And we ask God, do not delay. Like Daniel asks God, listen God, and do not delay. And we continue in this piyut. We speak about have pity on your poor people. We're poor in terms of our actions and mitzvot. Show them your wonderful kindness and be compassionate and merciful with them. Right? God, pay attention. Do not delay. And then we use the entire pasuk when we finish this piyut, the pasuk, that's the entire pasuk that Daniel uses to pray God, hear us. God, forgive us. God, pay attention to us and do not delay. Do it for your name, for your sake. Again, invoking God's compassion, but here for this other reason of the glorification of God's name and our purpose in the world is to bring honor to God's name and that desecration would happen if God were not to forgive us and take us back. And therefore we end this with With a pasuk from Megillat Echa God, return us to you and we will return to you Renew our days as of old Baruch Adonai Le'olam Amen Amen